fellow Americans, and people of the world, this American carnage, the likes of which the world has never seen before, starting right here and right now, right here, right now. Period. And welcome back to This American Carnage, the podcast that attempts every week to give our president the benefit of the doubt that he so richly deserves as he explains it to us. Um, With me, as always, uh, are the balances to the scales of presidential justice. We have Tim, who just indulges in the deepest of self-indulgence with sensual indulgence, one might say, in the glorious fountain of wisdom and golden knowledge that is Trump. Uh, We have Joe, who denies himself through a practice of strict aesthetic self-mortification, the glory that our country is being given. And then you have me, who's sort of walking the middle path and just taking it all as it comes, trying to, you know, live in the moment and just be simultaneously uh, awed and humbled by everything that's going on around me, you know, as as you would if you were caught on, say, um, a ship that was on fire in the middle of, like, a beautiful thunderstorm at the high seas and there are whales breaching and people are dying around you. And it's just sort of an incredible time to be alive until you're not. So, uh, <laughs> hi guys, how are you doing? How are you feeling this week? Good. It's been quite a week. Uh, it's been quite the week. I, I can't say I feel good. I feel good about a lot of stuff that's going on in my own life, but I feel horrific about what we're talking about. Um, I, you know, I guess that's fine. You gotta, you gotta find some balance. Right. In it. This is true. You're, you would say that America is beginning great again for you personally in some ways. So, and does Trump have a, a role a, in that? A, a, America has not been getting great for me. Just Joe. But you live in America. Yeah, you're in America. You're in Joe. America right now. You're a little piece of America. As goes the one, so goes the whole, as they say in a tweet from the president. <laughs> is that a real... Is that what it, I don't know. But probably, <laughs> if he hears this podcast, and I feel like he's listening, because we put a lot of hashtag Trump, hashtag cool dude, hashtag great hair, all the stuff that he's searching... You know, when he wants to know about himself, um, you know, and I got this week we're going to try something a little new. Uh, while on the one hand, it's fine for the president to just sort of free ball it because he does it so beautifully, and he knows he knows how to end up exactly where he wants to go. Uh, we're going to add a little more structure because we are not him, and we can't do it quite as effortlessly. See, I can't even say that word. Now you got it. Whatever. We're, we're throwing some structure at you, and we're going to open with our uh, first segment, hashtag fake news of the world, in which we talk about a couple stories going down, um, look at how this might be fake news, how it might be just real news but sad, uh, how it might be wrong, <laughs> which is like fake news but it's just not even close, uh, or, you know, if it's, if it's real news. Uh, and the first thing I wanted to toss at you guys is... Uh, Michael Flynn, he resigned hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Are you? At, I'm pretty sure that's real. That is real. Yeah. Okay. But they're saying that he resigned 
because he was caught on tape immediately announcing that the sanctions the Obama administration was placing on Russia would not be in place. And this was before he held any sort of official role. And uh, the Logan Act says that a private citizen can't commit, you know, sabotage to our diplomatic ex- efforts or else it's treason. So, okay. Okay. Archaic. Uh, it's an archaic. It's, it, it, it is not it's archaic. Sound, it's very archaic. Logan it's a, is yeah. the name of the act and the name of old Wolverine movie. So, yes. You know, they clearly are playing off it. Very topical. So old is yesterday's calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the non-fake version of it, we've been told, is that it was an issue of trust. He just lost the president's trust. Uh, or, or the president lost his trust, I believe is what Sean Spicer said. So maybe Wait, did he was it his decision or their decision or what okay so who, who he was saying it's his decision what has he said he resigned Flynn. he just resigned he, he resigned he, he said re- i resigned i'm pretty sure i read sorry. the tweet yeah he was he sorry, sorry that sorry he misled mike pence do either of you know which is the, who broke it or whatever and did they say that so he did not let go. He did not get let go. Well, have they fired anyone? He fired that woman. He fired Sally Yates. Yeah, he, fired she, Sally Yates. he did not fire. Well, Mike she Flint. was she was not focusing on what she needed to, which was she wasn't to, doing her job to block uh, immigrants and legal right. visa holders, and instead she was doing things like warning him that Michael Flynn was talking to the Russians and was promising them. Yeah, literally, things. that was her, right? Like she yeah, that was, she mentioned him that was by name, her specifically. A couple weeks ago, and people are acting like that's a huge deal. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, benefit that's of the fair. doubt. Maybe at the time the president heard that, said, "Yeah, that is a big deal." But I got my, my man Mikey Flynn deep in this investigation on PizzaGate. Mm-hmm. Still want to make sure nothing's going on there. Leave no stone uncovered. PizzaGate was the theory that there was a sex ring, no, I, yeah. a pedophile sex ring going on. John Podesta. Well, it was a theory. Clinton Cronus. It was a theory, but yeah. it's. It's risen, I think, to the level of, of fact now. Kind of well, like evolution. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. <laughs> if, if someone got, if someone, if the, if, look, a guy went not, in. There's... A guy went in there with an automatic yeah. weapon. Is that something he would do over it a would theory? Have happened. It wouldn't have happened. If Just it because real. Michael Flynn's son, who also worked for Michael Flynn, right, tweeted it in a non-nepotistic situation in which he works for his dad, and then tweets about how PizzaGate is probably a thing. I don't know. Uh, but benefit of the doubt, Come on, I'm man. guessing that Trump probably kept him on so he could wrap up the Pizzagate investigation. It's important work. And make sure that everything was sort of like, you know, it was definitely not real if it wasn't or real. I'm sure they'll release the findings. Right. You know? Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's strange that they are now saying that the New York Times has broken, that there were a lot of his top aides throughout the election talking to russia but i mean it the cold war is over people are allowed to have friends in russia i have a very good russian friend named max he happens to live here but if he lived in russia i would talk to him no matter who point. i worked for that's a great point i mean are we are, do, what do we want an administration to do do we want them not to talk to russia i don't understand <laughs> cold shoulder cold war we've been there we've done that let's get these guys what are talking. the what are the sanctions for what are the, oh well, the sanctions were because they were clearly tampering in our election, and in that they well, okay, hacked the democratic. What is yeah. why are why uh, are in, Russia and the United States not allies? No, we are. We are. I mean, sort of. For, sort of. Kind of. 
previous to the election, um, Russia uh, took Crimea back. They accepted the gift of Crimea from Crimea. The Crimean people. The Crimean like, people wanted back. Hey. And yeah. Like you should have seen how Crimea was dressed, basically. Right. It was sort of like asking for a Russian right. invasion. It's a great way to put it. It's a great way to put it. So uh, that's, that's according to Vladimir Putin. <laughs> right. So so some of the sanctions were from them. And then, then we increased the sanctions uh, under Obama because Obama wanted a scapegoat for Hillary losing the election uh, in an historic fashion. Wow. So and It's a little over. And they, I'm not... They did also hack the DNC. But they hacked the DNC to give us the beautiful truth. What right. happens about, when about the... Pizzagate. What happens Pizzagate. to... What happens when... Forget Pizzagate. What happens when after everything gets exposed with Trump mm-hmm. and the way that he... What happens when they also uh, expose... They... Hillary helped as well. Like, the Democrats got fucking hacked as well and infiltrated. That's going to be real wild. Then, then we have no government. Well, no, then it falls to the Whig Party. Right. That's the act. Of That's the, the Whig Party. Yeah. Don't forget what what uh, uh, our greatest president Ronald Reagan once said: "The government that governs best governs least." Yeah. Yeah, and it's really if if that is the way you look at government, then the Trump administration is doing sort of a mixed bag mm-hmm. because they are governing a lot. They're doing a lot of things. They're not doing any of it particularly well, though, so they're making a case that maybe we just get rid of government. Strong case. Uh, Strong case can be made for exactly or that. Or they're sort of getting rid of government just by virtue of not having anyone competent to do it. So, or, like, answer the phones or anything. I've heard stories mm-hmm. about how, like, they just there's certain departments that no one works there yet, so well, they just you know, don't answer the phones. They're like, you'll have to refer to this department. They're like, no one works there. Can you help? No, because you'll have to refer to that department. It's like, all right. As a bu- <laughs> as a businessman, Trump knows that when yeah, you know you're running a little mm-hmm. a little over you know capacity, you got to thin out the the staff a little bit, and those are non necessary things like the science and parks and no, it's not even that. communication and you know all of that is it's nice to have. They're nice to have, but they're not need to haves. In fact, like when you really break it down. Is any of it need to have? We're finding out day by day. And it turns out, you know, as as, as bad as it all seems, it's still going. It's mm-hmm. still somehow going. Yeah, things are trucking along. Which is, you know, like we, we still don't have a labor secretary because as of today. And this is what you were talking about, right? Andrew Puzder oh. has withdrawn his nomination mm-hmm. or withdrawn himself so, from the running. And people still have jobs. But I saw two different stories that he decided to withdraw. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. they also decided to push away from him as he, well. He withdrew. Um, you know, it, it it might seem like, well, maybe it wasn't a good idea to nominate a guy who is against the minimum wage mm-hmm. and against any sort of workers' rights. Against not beating women i heard as well, well right he was a, he was against allegedly not beating sp- or did a specific he get convicted woman no he never convicted she just went on oprah in like a wig and a pair of sunglasses to talk about how her unnamed husband threatened <laughs> to get revenge on her when she left and had abused her pretty severely throughout their entire relationship and people put together some of the pieces and said hey that's him and also he definitely employed a number of domestics like Workers, I was going to say servants. I don't know. It depends on how we ran the household. What they sure. were slaves. Well, okay. you know, is maybe. the technical term. 
regardless, they were all illegal immigrants, so it's sort of weird to have a, a you know a group that is making their whole deal a crackdown on immigrants have a guy whose job it is to provide legal jobs to American workers at pennies on the dollar to then also have been hiring illegal immigrants. He should have hired American workers for under minimum wage and with no sort of health care or protection against his whims, I think is the message we can all take away, which is so good. You it's don't good have thing. to give these guys the benefit of the doubt, right? Because they, no. have this, they have now, they don't deserve the benefit. Well, Cause of they're doubt. not, they're well, not part of even it. Trump, yeah. even Trump's team. Yeah. Well, are not part of it. So, but let me ask I, you this. Flynn I have, a good, to, I have I mean, to give, we can all agree. Flynn's a good man. Michael no. Flynn. No, we can't. Well, Trump said he was. He so. was a good man. So you guys can possibly agree I don't on know. that. I cannot. Um, he did. Yeah, he did seem to just flat out lie, and he also just he just seems like a creep. But um, I'm hearing he's a good guy. So hold on. what do I know? So oh, I had a chance. Anyway. no, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I can't remember. I'll remember it. Okay. But. Uh, well, anyway, Andrew, they don't seem to deserve your be- the benefit of your doubt anymore. And oh, my question was going to be: How much longer are they relevant? Are their careers destroyed? Oh, no. Should we have like a? I mean, they're both going to still be rich. Yeah. And so, agreed. Uh, so they'll still agreed. be relevant in that respect. There's very career, little quote unquote careers destroyed. Well, career in what? In being the national security advisor? That's probably done. <laughs> but uh, I guess. But in you politics. know, in politics, who cares? No, right? There's not that yeah. much money in politics, right? But there's a lot of businesses that would be higher than they'd be fools not to give them gigantic, huge, fat golden parachutes out of the pension funds of the, you know, working plebes. Why right. wouldn't they? It'd be great. It'd be very nice of them to, anyway. especially because it might buy some we, some favor with the president who seems to like Michael Flynn. Yeah. So who's who's next? Kellyanne Conway? Sorry, what's your next segment? This is Well, no, this is good. My, my, my point about Andrew Puzder and Michael Flynn is... I don't have to give them the benefit of the doubt because clearly right. they didn't earn it. They didn't, you know, even though Trump said Michael Flynn's a very nice guy, he's been treated very unfairly, fake news, hashtag fake news, hashtag sad. Uh, I think that what maybe he did with both of these, Trump, I mean, is he presented sort of like a uh, a way for us to tell, you know, like a moral tale to us. It's sort of like a fable. You know, he, Andrew Puzder, he's like, here he goes. You know, you guys think he's a bad guy because he's constantly crushing workers' attempts to organize and get any sort of fair pay. But really, he's a bad guy because he beat up his wife. And that's why he had to get out of there. So you don't, you can never say a guy's a bad guy for crushing workers and like really grinding their ambitions and their living, uh, their level of, of ability to pay rent and all that stuff, that doesn't make you a bad guy. You're a bad guy because you're also beating up on your wife. And that's something good to remember because eventually we will find a guy who is able to do great, terrible things to the American workforce <laughs> and is also just like only passively, passive aggressively awful to his spouse uh, and or children. Sure. More like gaslighting and emotional abuse. Yeah, that kind It's of the thing. physical abuse where Trump crosses is gonna, the line. Right. Really cross the line. We're not Russia. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. We're good friends with Russia, but <laughs> our women do ally. not wear their domestic violence bruises with pride, as they do now in Russia, because they recently repealed the law against domestic violence. And that was a quote from Vladdy Poots. Women should wear their domestic violence bruises with pride. 
He's got a way with words, huh? He really is. What was the context of that statement? I don't know. I don't think there is a context. Cool. I think he had just punched a woman off stage. <laughs> <laughs> and they played sort of like a march. Anyway. And then she was also given a medal. Because anyone who so, punches and survives is honored. Two people down. More mm-hmm. people down? They're not the first two. Who else Who else has been out the count? I'll tell you who's in. And I'm glad about it. Jared Kushner. Mm. Jerry Kush. Isn't, he's been in, right? He's been in. Ivanka. <laughs> Much to the... <laughs> Jealous, sort of longing of our our POTUS, but he's also in a very unique position, which is he holds no official title, uh, and yet he's being asked to do some really amazing things, like brokering deals with foreign governments. Mm. He is the lead point person on our completely unprecedented uh, policy of no longer seeking a two-state solution with Israel and Palestine. Love uh, it. Which love it. And, you know, to a couple weeks ago when they said, Mr. President, why didn't you tell us or tell any of your agencies or tell anyone who would have needed that information to make this a successful rollout what you plan to do regarding the travel ban or not ban, if it's a ban or not a ban, ban on the run, whatever it is. <laughs> and he said, if I tell you what I'm going to do, then you're able to, like, the bad, the bad hombres in the... In the Mexico, in the Middle East, they're able to plan around that. So by not telling anyone that, for example, until he said it, that he, you know, I I could live with a one-state solution or a two-state solution, effectively erasing Palestine from the map. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, you know, that's, it's. It's interesting because a lot of people probably would have said, like, well, hold on. When let's... did that happen? When did he say that? That was this afternoon while he was at what? a podium with Bibi Netanyahu, who seemed to be as shocked as any of the reporters that <laughs> yeah. was coming. Yep. See, that's how you keep them on their toes. And then he Wait, said, that really happened just this afternoon? Did you see this? He said, yeah. I'd, I'd rather you not, I'd rather you not uh, build some settlements in the land that we're now giving back to you. That is part of Israel, but, you know, there are Palestinians living there, and you're sort of driving them off their land with bulldozers. And he said, well, we'll talk about it. And they said, hey, he's a good negotiator. It was a real, like, chummy. It was fun. And his and Jared Kushner's going to be brokering that that kind of arrangement as well as – it sounds oh, like almost God. all I, the other I, ones. I, 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 I was trying to – you were saying it, and I was like, "Is this real?" And I didn't realize that happened this afternoon. Yeah, man, you gotta move fast. Keep with the time. He tie. said that. He said that. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. It was casual. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he cool. said it in a real cool he way. Cool. He's just sort of like, "Hey, you know, I can live with it." Like what? If he's like cool, dad. <laughs> when you're like, dad, well, can I? Thing. Should here's I, the dad? Should I so, walk the dog or should I just back it over with the car? He, he's like, "Hey, man, I can live with either." Cool, dad. He, America's cool, dad. At the core of him and his team, they don't care. That's not what they're there for. Yeah, they're not there to give They're not fucks. there for... Mm-hmm. No, they give a fuck about other things. But, like, they're not there for that shit. Like, that, that dude, Sean Spicer, all those people, like, they don't care about that stuff. They, it's not even like he makes a decision as a real person with real... Uh, thoughts behind it like you there's no way that's the most honest answer i've heard like that's him being honest he's an honest like who trump oh they could live with it yeah 
Yeah, you can live with almost anything. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about him. He's like yeah. he re- he's a good reminder that like look, we're none. This, this is not gonna. No one's gonna die over this except for the hundreds of people who oh, are not him. But if you're not one of those people, why are you it's complaining? Okay. Yeah. Where what do you where do you get off empathizing right. with these people that exactly. aren't you? When's the last time you went to Palestine? <laughs> Zero times. Zero oh. times. Exactly. So maybe you're not as you're not as staunch a supporter of the Palestinian people as you claim to be. Oh, man. Being horrified that they've just been <laughs> sort of assigned to the scrap bin of history oh, with okay. a casual like shrug That's of the shoulders, big oversized suit. I don't know, I can live with it. <laughs> Fuck. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Well, is it crazy? Like a fox? Yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) See, that's what we're here to do. We're here to give him the benefit of the doubt. And yet, Joe, you cannot. And so that's why it brings us to our next segment that we like to call Tired of Winning, in which Joe explains Hmm. why he can't keep up with all the great progress that was being made in Donald Trump's America. Where. So what is what's your Where beef? I presented the idea to you about. I have a question. Okay. About the, about the freedom of speech thing. Yeah. Oh, you're is, tired of freedom yes or, of speech. If, I have yes or no questions. If that's possible, that's such a, okay. a hard thing to ask someone. It is possible it to have yes or no questions. Is you banning someone from Twitter the same as banning their freedom of speech? Yes or no. It's no. banning their speech on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So that's a that's a it's, no. It's, then it's not the I, it was. I know it's hard. That's why I prefaced it why. By saying it's such a jerk a, thing to do to ask mm-hmm. yes or no questions, it really is, and yeah. obviously, yeah, no, it's not. It's not banning their freedom of speech. It's just what you do if you're scared of the truths that they're speaking. Right. Okay. So is uh, is is banning them from a college campus banning their freedom of speech? No, it's it, it's limiting them, but it's huh? it, I would well, say it it depends if it's a public college. Oh, interesting. I'll okay. Um, is yeah, that's all. Those are the only questions I had because that's what seems to be the easiest way to look at it. Because no okay, one's what? banning him from going feel, on the yeah. sidewalk, right? Who's him? Who and, are you talking uh, about? Milo or people like Milo? I don't want. Uh, uh, we well, can talk about you want Milo, to talk about Milo. Milo, lead singer of the Descendants. I don't know how to say it's it's exactly. seminal punk album. It's Milo, really good. Indianapolis. Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant Milo from the Descendants, uh, who have an album called Milo Goes to College. He was also great. banned from Twitter. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know yeah, about yeah. that. It's true. The guy like from that. another band, uh, I forget what band, got banned from Twitter for putting that video out. He's like, you should not punch Nazis. But if you do, and then he broke down exactly how to give a perfect punch. He's wow. like, you have to hold your hand. <laughs> and they banned him. It was ridiculous. Anyway, it's not the same thing. Man. So wait, you it's know, not the fucking same thing. What's not the same thing? Factually, banning them from Twitter, banning them from certain places that mm-hmm. are like privately owned. No one is stopping him from create pulling himself up by his bootstraps. No, it's a great... his own platform, renting his own venue, yeah. paying for his own insurance to cover it. It's a terrific it. thing to do if you're looking to support his message. Mm-hmm. You should ban him from those places. Incidentally... Because he's trying you, to get you to do that. Right. Why? And you so, are, so, it's so exactly you, correct. So, it's so like you, a slam dunk. Yeah. It's like he's alleyed and y'all are ooping. And it's like... I, that's that's why Milo's like a household name. Yeah. Is because he's he's able to he's smart. troll. Until, he's until, smart and for cool. For how long? Is he a household name? Because the story will just be that... I'm asking genuinely. The story will just remain that he's been banned from all these places. So far, he'll be banned from so many of these like places that the, the average people who hear about it will be like, I don't even know what fucking Facebook 2 is. You know what I mean? It'll, be, it'll become so boring. The narrative, so whatever. Unless he 
rents his own venues or builds his own platforms and gains back a huge following on these other platforms, most people will just bail on him. They follow him on these on these places that he's getting banned from, right? So, what? what I'm, it's I'm, I I recently heard a, a number of family members who I don't think have ever actually heard what he said have heard of it. fervently supporting him right because all they know is that he was banned by these so, exactly like, these My liberal snowflakes how, how, who are too scared to hear him speak that, that will last if the narrative never changes other than he's just been getting banned like they will not care about him that he'll become a cult hero right right okay but to hear any of what he actually has to say mm -hmm. he will have to build his own platform right. and these people that you're talking about like well, can I ask? Can I ask hear... what what is so dangerous about what he has to say? Is he that convincing? It's like a strong. I'm not talking about route. him specifically, but I. Uh, I thought you were. I am, but what he represents, like there's other people who speak just like him, like that dude. Richard oh, okay. Spencer, is... And there's other. Okay. So, it doesn't, it, so... so all you're doing by banning him is tossing. No, banning is getting like a lot of fame for his viewpoints <laughs> and sort of creating a vacuum right. that these other voices can step into. It's not the same. Oh, okay. This is how he became this, famous. So he's so a Breitbart editor. You, you, I, the, the argument of getting him more famous, it hurts. I'm, I, I think it's somebody true, is a shithead. It's not the same thing as banning his freedom of speech. No. It's not. At no, all. It's, at all. It's so not. it sucks when people just use that as the, because it's not. It's not the same thing as It's not. In, unless it's a public, so incidentally, he wasn't actually unless it's public. Nobody's stopping him from going to public. These are right. the things that I've described are not public spaces. They're paid for by people. I mean, Twitter is not, but like they have policy. Like UC Berkeley is. Uh, he, oh, he wasn't public. He wasn't actually banned from Berkeley. He wasn't banned. He, wasn't. they, they, he just, was not. The they just couldn't it. afford. Yeah, the, 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 which yeah. is you know. Yeah, Again, but anyway, that's another thing that I that I that I've been talking to people about is like they're not. He's not getting banned. They're just getting fucking beat up and scared, and it's getting too physically crazy. Like that's. I get it, but that's not the government banning freedom of speech. That's not. No. That's not. And, right. But that's what we're up against. Is people are saying we're banning his free speech. Those people are fucking lying. No, they're. That's also a planted narrative from Milo. Yeah. So I, I, what I would say is, there's a couple questions there. There's the freedom of speech debate, which I think you're right. It's not banning his freedom of speech to kick him off. It's not of a debate. Twitter. We have to have freedom of speech. We have to have freedom of speech. Um, at least guarded by uh, unless they, societal Unless right. norms. they say something that's unpleasant and then someone should punch them. Is, okay. But, I mean, like... I, I'm, but, ask, I'm asking. Well, I don't actually think that's true. I, I but don't I've, think that that's true either. There's you don't? More, yes, because of just unpleasant. But then there's a no, second... So, I don't, cause, uh, so you're Unless not, they say something that directly threatens disenfranchised people's lives that we can quantify and prove. How do you quant? What's the equation that quantifies? I don't, like, an algorithm. Suicide Is rates there? of so. suicide rates of people who are disenfranchised. Mm -hmm. uh, birth rates of people who are disenfranchised. Like, like dentists. No. Dentists have a very high. Anyway, do I have to um, suicide rate? I'm uh, just I'm confused because you're using a lot of vague generalities to I? I think support. Am I beating up Milo Yiannopoulos? No, not really. <laughs> Punching Nazis. No. No. He's a really, really good-looking guy. Saying, Are you for punching Nazis? Absolutely. Do you think Milo oh, is a Nazi? so you're not for freedom of yes, speech? Yes, but... No, no, no. That, that, that's not the same thing as taking away the freedom of speech. Punching someone for speaking is a form of... It's using violence, physical violence, to silence them because you're scared of what they're saying and you think that they're so convincing that the only way to silence them is through physical violence. That seems to me to be an acquiescence to, like, I have lost the argument, and now mm. I must act through physical violence because they're so, they got so much of that good truth <laughs> that the only way I can break it off is with a swift punch to the jaw. 
I mean, I'm not going to win this argument, but because I can't. Well, you should hit me then. No, yeah, I definitely. Step uh, up and hit me. Things that you're saying He's... don't. Uh, again, I mean, like we'd have to keep talking, I guess, and I don't know and, if it would and ever you, happen. And you, you, you don't, you don't buy into any, um, anything about how you can quantify what he does puts people at risk for their lives. I'm, well, I think that you who can, Richard Spencer or Milo. Um, I don't think Milo combined puts... and the people that they support and the specific. We have to talk in specifics, right? I, yeah. it, it That's why I'm that asking. You, you, when you say I'm talking in generalities, it can be said, but I am not. I'm talking in specifics, like about these people. Well, I think they're different. I think Milo and and Richard Spencer are different. Yeah, they're but, different but, people. So I think your your first point about freedom of speech is correct. There's a second part of your question, which is: isn't an effective strategy of the left to say protest somebody like Milo Yiannopoulos? I would say no, um, or punching Richard Spencer. I would also say no from the strategy of, uh, this gives these people a lot more attention. Richard Spencer, before he got punched, okay, before this election cycle, he had like a following of maybe three dozen, you know, ponytailed albino losers who would meet him at like an Italian restaurant yeah, after hours. Yeah, like thousands hours. online. Thousands online now. Because of the election no, cycle. I'm a little like, offended that they would eat at an Italian restaurant. Absolutely. to a <laughs> true believer, and I'm not saying I am one, Italians are not white. They don't make the cut. They don't make the cut. They don't make the cut. <laughs> when it's did that true. change? Did when did that change? It's exactly right. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, like... I want to be clear. Before. I want to be clear. I think both of these people are just the scuzziest scumfucks there are. But I, Milo's really good-looking. He's he's got a beautiful head of bleach blonde right. hair, quaff. Um, but and Coach K has said a lot of nice things. Maybe to you or, or posted it on on Facebook about the effectiveness of punching. There was like somebody yeah. wrote a really long thing. Um, anyway. Yeah, to, you know what? I will I will not deny that there is a certain effectiveness to physical brute force. Yeah, the, the problem the, is, the, you know who's got more of that? The people in power. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't seem like. What do you mean, the people in power? But, but I'm not going, going to... as far as saying that, like, Milo and Richard B. Spencer are directly in power. Like, that's not, that's, again, another stretch to, like, what I'm saying. I'm speaking in specifics. These are a small group of people. Yeah. Milo, you could say his his people are in power. So Milo is a Breitbart editor, the most powerful man in the world right now. Yeah, man, but yeah. not all the is... way. Like, uh, the, the truth is, like, a lot of those dudes, uh, let's say the, the Trump, team here and then like it spreads out like can we agree it's crumbling the reason it's crumbling is because there are people on that team by I will default tell you, who are I, like i'm not going for it i will <laughs> i will tell you what would shore it up real quick is a riot is like a big mm -hmm. fat juicy riot sure, what up? it's so true shore up the support of the white we'd be talking a lot less about who talked to what diplomat when if a bunch of people got real fucked up in a riot over a Breitbart article or something or a, like or a Milo speaking engagement I don't know, man. it would almost be like doing their work for them Disagree. because I mean, and that's what the genius and the genius of Donnie Trump's is that he is it, it, if he has to go himself and throw a brick from the back row of a protest to get people kicking and punching and moshing i think he will mm -hmm. because that would be a great way to like shore up some real support for the policies but it would be much easier if somebody who's actually pissed off did that for him because then he can like he'd be like, i was you look at me i was in mar-a-lago while that riot was taking place there's no way i did that these are clearly bad dudes bad hombres we're here within our own country we got to start deporting college kids paid protesters paid protesters 
Yeah. Now, whether or not that's real or hashtag fake news, I don't know. But it doesn't have to be real if it feels real. And the more that people punch Nazis, the more it seems like, wow, we got these ruffians who are out there just clamping down on free speech. So you are decidedly against punching Nazis. I don't. I'm against punching anybody. Okay. But you are also, Tim, decidedly against punching Nazis. Correct. Yeah. Not and you were, <laughs> but that he's he's fine giving you. I'm, I'm fine with I'm fine with being knocked down. Uh, morale, the like if uh, morality was like a ten out of ten score, like I'm fine with being knocked down like several notches uh, for just that particular specific. Right. What can I ask you this? Why get, why not shoot Nazis? Uh, it does, it's not necessary to kill them. Why it's not? Necess- uh, it would shut them up. The only way to shut them up forever it's the no, only no, way no, no. to i mean but, you, okay well there's been there's there uh, we have there killed nazis been, in there the past. Been things written in history proven yeah. that it is effective to shut them up in small contingents so whatever i i mean i get you yes it would like shut Hit, them up forever. When, when they hit when they jailed hitler that shut him up for a while and then he got out of jail well, and then whatever. he proceeded I, yeah, again, to I, I, actually I'm be so a nazi okay with uh being you're okay with losing about this Losing what? Uh, Losing in the long run? No, I don't agree that that's what would be the outcome. I just don't agree that that's what would be the outcome. Do you think if Hitler, that, like, if Hitler was punched? They shouldn't have stopped. The, the, they shouldn't have killed all the Nazis that they killed that were killing all the Jews? By, by that logic? What no. would have been the better... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking... all the Nazis I thought we were talking about punching someone who's speaking. No. That's what you've been saying. You've been saying... Yeah, but then you, you, you talked about killing them instead. No, I was talking about... Shooting them instead of punching them. You asked me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Before, the, should they be shot for their and speech? I said no. Why not? Well, because specifically that's not what they're doing yet. Should they be hobbled? Should they have one foot cut off? No, no. Just, then they just, couldn't get out to speaking engagements. <laughs> How bad do they have to be hurt? Do they, uh, does it have to be like a, just an open hand slap? I, I don't, I don't or know. Or like jaw wired shut? Because that would physically stop them from talking. You need to know these things. I'm mm-hmm. saying, if you're going to take uh, a strong okay, moral so stance... Enough to ruin them, their, just their day. Just day their by day? day? Yes, nothing to permanently harm them, just ruin that well, day. I, listen, just, I'm going to tell you I, this. That's my, that's my genuine answer, just that day. And if they come out tomorrow, uh-huh. I don't want to permanently harm them or kill them, just that day. Ruin them, go, go home. Well, and I get that, that's fucked up, man. I get how fucked why up not, what I'm saying is. You don't I think you it. can do that with your words? Right. Uh, no. Because you're wrong? You know what because, would ruin no, because you, serious question or a serious no, point. Yeah, yeah, you right. know what would ruin Richard Spencer or or Milo's day? Yeah. If their crowd sizes went back to what they were like a couple years ago when yeah. no one cared about before them. Before people were punching. Before people were punching them. That's they, what would ruin they, their day. That is kind of what's happening to them. They're not growing that much. I don't are they growing that much? We're we're talking I mean, about We're talking them. about them. Yeah, but yeah. people have been, people have a lot of people have been talking about them for a long time. A couple people years ago, are, the only people talking about Richard Spencer were the Duke lacrosse players and Coach K. <laughs> Coach K complimented Richard Spencer a number of times on his athletic ability, right? His beautiful Aryan body, all of the But he was the only one talking about Richard Spencer. Now, all of us are talking uh, about Richard Spencer. Yeah, I hear you. Well, that this is this is this concludes tired of winning. <laughs> way, we're gonna have to. And Joe, is, Joe, you've you've demonstrated that you are tired of winning, so you're gonna resort <laughs> to physical violence, give up the high ground, and start losing. And you know how how I would never have never been in a fight and like n- never been punched or thrown. Like I'm ready. Well, then you like, you seem the best person in yeah, the possible to fight. Right. You know what would you know what Trump would say? He'd say you've never been in a fight because you've never been married. Because once you're married, <laughs> you're gonna start swinging. That's a Trump. That's a Trump line. He uh, said that. 
I, he will. He might have. He, he said will. it through his act. He said his, it through his act. I actions. genuinely believed you through immediately. His uh, appointment of Andrew Puzder, and then he pulled it back. He reeled it back just to where it wasn't offensive. He's like, "Hey, you know, we've all we've all been there, right, Vladdy?" And Vladdy's like, "Hey," and he did look sort of like a punch the jaw thing to Trump because he sort of considers Trump his wife, not right. that Trump is his wife. Anyway. Uh, now we're bringing yeah, brings us to a segment to a section <laughs> that we are calling Trumpster Dive, in which our own resident Trumpster Tim takes us deep into a deep dive into an event that for now just seems like a casual blip on the radar of greatness that's coming by. But historians will look back and say, "Wow, that was his Bill Pullman Independence Day speech moment." Where the 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 fate of humanity was decided. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a little statement prepared. Is that okay? Yeah, is please. that all right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, obviously, if you turn on the mainstream news, you know, the lamestream fake news, right? It sounds like Trump had a bad week. However, I, I have a different perspective. When historians look back on this past week, they won't be looking at the manufactured partisan outrage over Michael Flynn. This week was where the Trump administration really got off the ground and began to separate from the pack of mediocre presidents of the last two decades. Trump's strong presidential statement addressing North Korea's illegal ballistic missile launch gave us all chills and sent a message to our allies and foes alike that unlike the last administration, which was defined by weakness, the Trump White House will lead strongly from behind, 100%. I also think we can all appreciate the transparency with which Trump addresses the crisis. Rather than retreating and hiding in the Situation Room like Obama would have done, Trump stood strong where he was at Mar-a-Lago, the Winter White House, and spread classified documents across the buffet table so that any American who paid the $200,000 club fee could see what leadership looks like in a robust democratic republic. This is transparency we haven't seen since George Washington. It gave me goosebumps. Wow. Let's hear hear some of those words. Ready? I just want everybody to understand and fully know that the United States of America stands behind Japan, its great ally, 100%. Thank you. Wow. Wow, that's presidential. You know, a lot that of that is presidential. A lot of presidents would feel the need to go into further detail to try to <laughs> comfort yeah, people the about the that fact mean? that a rogue nation just launched a ballistic warhead, mm-hmm. clearly testing its capabilities to mm-hmm. throw some nukes oh, around. Wait a minute, did he say that after? Yeah, that was yeah, that was a that was a no, joint statement. No, I was already I was already a little outraged. You heard in my voice because I I I, I just figured he said that. And I was like, what does that mean? That was. After this weekend? Uh-huh. Wait, that was... Well, that was after a they very... stand behind them what? Uh, like a very speech? overdrawn speech. Uh, you can hear... Like, no, did, was there any more context? That, well, that's, that's it. Can I also say what I really respect? Oh, come on. A lot Fuck of people, you guys. Are you serious? 100%. He said that yeah. after? I he's, just played it. He stands behind Japan 100%. Shinzo Abe uh, did a very long, very Japanese speech. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it said. But because I'm like my president, I choose not to wear an earpiece during speeches that translate <laughs> from Japanese. During the entire right, briefing, right. a lot of people don't people don't give him enough credit that he either is completely fluent in Japanese or 
is so confident in our great allies, Japan, and their ability to sort of handle their own business with no military, which is sort of the deal we've had in place with them since World War II when we <laughs> nuked them twice. But just their general work ethic, their very strong uh, respect for culture, their cool samurai swords and throwing stars, all of which, you know, he feels like, let them handle it. They got this. Chill. I don't need to hear what he's saying. I just see it in his face. This is a man I trust. He's 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 an animal of pure instinct. And God, that is refreshing mm-hmm. after a, a president. I was a papa bad that asked me how I was finding <laughs> Russian, the address. Another a Russian, Russian papa bad. Well, look, I, I'm you going to admit. it out pretty easily until you mentioned it. <laughs> while, yeah, while doing research for this show, I've stumbled onto a number of Russian pop-ups that just will not go away. Sometimes it's just a video of a man in a black suit staring me in the eyes, it seems like. And like pointing to different things in my room and asking me to pick it up and move it closer to camera. It's uncanny. I don't know how they do it. It really feels like it's a real person watching me. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, uh, my point is Yo, he, a lot of presidents no. would would overdo it. You know what I mean? But he knows enough, just just enough, just a little. He's like the salt bay from the internet of foreign relations. Just a little, like, elbow out, flick of the wrist, international relations sprinkled on. And he's also, to your point about transparency, he's given a lot of people a moment to shine. Like, mm-hmm. the guy who carries the nuclear codes around with him everywhere. Yo, do you think that that guy is in trouble? I mean, he's definitely, like, he's probably dead. targeted <laughs> by a number of hostile countries. So... So in that sense, yeah, I don't think he got in trouble. I don't think anyone gets in trouble. That's another thing I like about the Trump White House as like people can resign if they want, but he's not, you know, as much as he's like America's strong, forceful daddy, uh, God daddy, God daddy Trump to the, uh, the regular folks who need it. Mm-hmm. He's handpicked these people because they are bastions of moral virtue and they know I, you know what? I've done wrong. I fucked up. I went a little too far. I'm going to resign. So if that guy doesn't feel like he needs to resign, he doesn't need to resign. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, is fun. fucking wild that that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Those pictures. Like, the whole thing at Mar-a-Lago was... That's crazy, right? Oh, absolutely. It was crazy. It was be- a beautiful moment in American history. I mean, like, we can all agree. People are saying, oh, but somebody could have looked over his shoulder and seen these very classified, very you know, like potentially life-threatening documents. But first of all, people can die in any military raid. Take, for example, the one we made into Yemen a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. with very little planning because it felt like a a good move. A guy died then, too. And, you know, like, I think we've all proved as an American people because we're not investigating it. We can get over that. So let's get over it in advance that someone, yes, might die. Because also, keep in mind, no one's going to be able to look at those documents when there is a glorious spread of snow crab legs mm-hmm. inches away, you can't take your eyes off these crab legs. It's delicious. They're delicious. They're so good. They're only the best at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. That's why the prices doubled the moment he became president. Because he knew it was a, his presidential duty Quality to offer up. people the best. Mm-hmm. It's not about him profiting from the presidency. Uh, money doesn't matter to him. Money doesn't matter to him. He's got all the money in the world, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I mean, 
I'm somebody, maybe this is a controversial opinion, I don't know. You tell me. But I'm somebody who believes that light is the best disinfectant, mm-hmm. right? Light, for instance, from that um, that stranger, uh, his cell phone that was shining so that Trump and Shinzo Abe and Steve Bannon could look over the documents uh, at the buffet table, right? They had they had a uh, just a random dude shine his cell phone light onto that. That kind of light, I think that's something that, unlike past presidents who would retreat to the West Wing, you know, where we can't see what they're doing, what they're or scheming, just literally any room, or any room, any just any room. room. Oh, he's right out in the open. Yeah, no, no, he's out in the open. Isn't they would have given him good? the kitchen, maybe they would have given him behind the bar. Sure. Like they probably would have made accommodations, like anything and almost any other president would have done that but donald trump respects the american people too much Mm -hmm. those people are paying good money at (laughs) mar-a-lago good american money he's no nordstrom it's pretty fucking cheap exactly listen i'm disappointed that it's only two hundred thousand a year (laughs) like that's pretty fucking low what do you mean Low in what way? It's the pre- he's the fucking president. It should well, at just, least be half a million. At, at well, that's at, just at, for at, membership. No, but I know. He doesn't want to gouge them. He doesn't want to gouge the people. That would be that would be uncomfortable. He doesn't want to take advantage. He's not taking advantage. He, he wants an average look, American. I, that's to, I look look. That's fucking low. Two hundred thousand is low. But, well, because he wants he wants all, and average, you could put that on a credit card too. Yeah, he wants like, average Americans so, to to take advantage. And let's also keep in mind that's just for memberships of the club. No, you have to yeah you have to pay you have to buy like pay for dinner. Well, yeah, you pay monthly for dinner. It's the best dinner. Go or not. It's the best dinner. I know a guy. I know he played there. He said it was bullshit. What did we, what this was, was he, a long time ago. What was he playing? Golf. Oh, he played golf there? Yeah. How much was it for, just for a golf not, game? He doesn't know. With he the president. He with his friend. Okay. But, uh, See, it's very inclusive. He's not even a member and he got brought. He that's could amazing. some official presidential document. Isn't well, that no, great? Can we all agree that this is great? Low. That's, that's Donald Trump. So you're giving him for credit. For how rich he is. You're giving him credit. No, you're saying, I'm saying that I'm you saying appreciate he be embarrassed how generous he is. Within the circles that he runs in. You're you're that's, you're that's low. It is low. It's it's just an, another example of his generosity of spirit, his generosity of pocketbook. Mm-hmm. When they go it's high, just, he goes just low. It's bad business actually if you think about it. Well, no, no, no. Because no, he clearly There's, could get half a million in membership. Yes he, or no? He could. Could he? Yeah. He could from okay. less people. Okay. He would if what? no, it would still sell out. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people who like kind of have half a million dollars. Well, what if what if there's no cap on membership? Hmm. That's uh, unsustainable. Is it? Yes. Why? You can just. I don't know. Isn't that how things work? Like. <laughs> the tragedy. I guess. But if there's no like capacity loss. Well, there's capacity, but 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 membership doesn't guarantee you admission to any of the dinners. It's a first-come, first-serve kind of thing. Exactly. If, if membership confers nothing but the ability to reserve a well, place for a very expensive pay, dinner... People wouldn't pay 500000 Exactly. They'd pay 200000 <laughs> and that's what they're doing. He can get... He can get Bad business. He could be charging more. If he gets like if 20 people this, at 500000 could be dangerous because... I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you're taking this position. I really thought you, a man of the people, would, would appreciate the President of the United States opening his club up to everyday no, no, no. Americans what I'm is, with, I'm with an extra $200,000. I just think the two hundred thousand heirs, like that, should be embarrassing to someone like Trump, and probably is to a lot of. Are, do you think the, there are people who are spending their entire two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> net worth, the last two hundred thousand dollars, on a Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> on a Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> Look, honey, how do you say it? Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Am I saying it right? Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. 
That would be look, honey. I bet you there is. We can't one afford person. the house anymore. Like, yeah. I, I mean, sarcastic. We cannot pay for the kids anything, but we'll all be okay within the sheltering arms of Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> and they'd be taken on. And you know what? I bet they would be given beautiful positions as you know waiters or mm-hmm. groundskeepers. Wow, as, Trump's very generous. Yeah, I just want to end with a little segment I'm calling "Tweet the Press," in which we uh, review some of our glorious leaders, glorious tweets. On just 12, 12 short hours ago, uh, 8.40 this morning, Donald J- real Donald Trump said, the real scandal here is that classified mm. information is illegally given out by, quote-unquote, intelligence like candy. Very un-American. And I agree. There's nothing totally more un-American than people giving away classified information and that's why we want to introduce a new free market leak system. Uh, starting next week, we'll be featuring a leak of the week. Uh, if, if you work in the White House, if you work in some area of government with access to some juicy tidbits, record it on your phone. Email it to us at thisusacarnage at gmail.com. Couldn't get this American carnage. If you want to know why, email those people and ask them why they're <laughs> fucking cock blocking a glorious exercise in democratic podcasting. Small d democratic, mm-hmm. not you know obviously, but not the party, not the party, the process. Right. That regardless, loss. send us your leaks. Send us your leaks, guys, and we will pay you what they turn out to be worth market value mm-hmm. you won't be giving it away that's very un-american as our president so, said okay, we, we pay what we pay what, what we, we get make, yeah, what we yeah, earn yeah, off yeah, these leaks exactly. we, we cut it's a so profit we'll sharing all, yeah we'll, there's we'll give us, you they'll get a fourth. we will get you 19 percent the rusknet deal like, that's the rusknet deal that's like fair a good deal and so this is that's a oh, vla- another thing about that so luke this is this is to there's going to be more a lot more things but we'll get through that next week and the week after that's not going away because some hashtag fake news is very convincing because there are hundreds of sources and a seemingly endless number of people corroborating it, and it just won't die. It's like zombie fake news. You know what I mean? Just because suddenly 19% gets sold the day after the dossier, which says Trump was promised 19%, people are, oh, it must be him. Hashtag fake news, guys. Sorry. Uh-uh. Not going to fall for it. Not going to fall for but it. But I just want to make clear you're actually offering this deal to anyone including people who work perhaps in the white house or yep. at mar-a-lago specifically those people okay if you're just a listener get out of here okay so we don't uh, want listener leaks well no. i mean look if a listener were to convince us that they worked at the white house who would i be to triple check okay i will ask a couple things first use a code name use like your own deep throat or i can't think of any other right. names and i don't know why deep throat was the only <laughs> code name that's ever been used by a person in government uh you know you just you make up your own your own name you could be like the the slippery otter or the oh. or the gargle blaster or they don't have to they don't all have to be dirty disgusting. i know they're not dirty they're, you know you could just be uh, uh twink twinkle toes mm-hmm. twink twinkle toes is twink. that is it was it were you twink twink stutter? twinkle toes or easy d or no. easy d easy d although that that one's the call sign that we reserve for the big guy yeah if if easy d wants to leak himself uh, we would love it open invitation to him that won't we won't maybe easy d won't be him so to protect his anonymity right but 
Just remember, we will 19% coming right back to you in sweet American cash or Russian rubles, whichever you prefer. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Mar-a-Lago <laughs> membership mm-hmm. credits. A portion of... I mean, like if we make a million dollars... Mm-hmm. You're almost nineteen uh, percent of that is one hundred ninety thousand dollars. You're pretty close to a membership, and we're we probably there. will make a million dollars off these leaks. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure good. how podcast money works, but I know there's a lot of it. There must Definitely. be with all these people in the game, us included. All right. Well, until next time, guys. Uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt until it all oh, shakes no. out. Just give them the benefit of the doubt. Wait, we should. This podcast is not even going to last. What? Why? Why do you say that? Just look. <laughs> what do you say? Hy- hypothetically, <laughs> in a situation where he resigns, we continue to give him the benefit of the doubt yeah. as a false government takes right. over. And I swear that this radio show podcast will not go off the air, even in the increasingly lightly circumstances that fake news and fake patriots force that beautiful blonde head of hair and the brave big bad brain residing underneath it out of office because he will be out there leading the resistance movement against those bad hombres okay and like bill pullman he will stand on a battleship under an alien spaceship and in this case i mean an illegal alien spaceship from mexico and he will say this is the day we declared our independence and it was tremendous and it was totally great and you're going to be so tired of winning that your name will be Joe. <laughs> Easy D out. Fellow Americans and people of the world this American carnage the likes of which the world has never seen before. Starting right here and right now. Right here, right now. Period.